Well, it's that time again. What time is that? It's time to get naked. Like all the way naked? Well, keep your clothes on, but it's time for the Naked Party Time Podcast, where we get real and raw about life, leadership, and love. While having lots of fun along the way. So what do you say? Are you ready to get naked? Let's do it. I recently read an article that quoted from a book written by economist Juliet Shore. Work hours and stress are up, and sleep and family time are down for all classes of employed Americans. Spouses return home from work where they've already added overtime or second jobs to a second shift of housework awaiting them. Single parents stretched in so many directions that they sometimes feel they can't manage. Simultaneously, all are bombarded by messages that urge them to spend more, which means working more to keep their homes up to the rising standards and to improve themselves as lovers, investors, parents, or athletes. Supposedly, to make all this possible, grocery stores stay open all night long and entertainment options are available around the clock. We live, said Shore, in an economy and society that that are demanding too much from people. Hmm. In this situation, the article stated, The historical practice of setting aside one day a week for rest and worship promises peace to those who embrace it. Whether we know the term Sabbath or not, the article said, we, the harried citizens of late modernity, yearn for that reality. Hmm. We need Sabbath, even though we doubt that we have time for it. Wow. And do you know when that article was written? No idea. Not 25 days ago. Not Not 25 months ago. 25 years ago, Whoa. in 1997, they Holy were saying, cow. we need Sabbath. Wow. The, book, the book that was quoted was actually written in 1991, so a lot longer uh, than that. So whatever, five years, uh, six years earlier than that. And we've learned from our, have we learned from our hurried lives? Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> As a whole, have we benefited from the weekly rhythm of the Sabbath? As you look at the culture, sadly, even as you look at Christianity, it sure doesn't seem like it. That's why we must continue addressing this need for a Sabbath as we roll on with a series of episodes we started last month called The Rhythms of Transition. And the first rhythm we're diving into is the rhythm of rest through Sabbath. That was a little bit longer of an introduction than normal, but welcome back or welcome for the first time to the Naked Party Time podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Manis, and I'm joined by my co-host, my bunkmate, my traveling companion, my fearless friend, the sassy lady by my side, my ministry mission partner, my podcast queen, and my wife of 25 years this month, Sabrina. (laughs) Happy anniversary, Sabrina. How about that introduction? That was awesome. Yeah. You like that? I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. I should have worn my wedding dress. That would have been fun. That would have been awkward. <laughs> we do have two anniversaries this month, a 25-year wedding anniversary on June 21st, and it's our two-year podcast anniversary. Two years ago this crazy. month, we launched the podcast. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, I can't believe it's been two years since we started this thing. Yep. And we're now 40 episodes in. This is episode 40. Wow. Not counting some of the bonus episodes we've done and the mini episodes uh, that I did along the way. We continue to hear from people about how much they enjoy the podcast and how much is helping them, apparently, (laughs) or how much they just laugh at us, which can be the case. Who knows what will happen? You give us a good laugh every time. (laughs) So we're going to continue doing this as long as we have something to say. And whenever we run out of something to say, we'll stop putting out content. (laughs) 
Just a reminder, on this podcast, we do want to be real and raw about life, leadership, and love, hence the name Naked in our title. We don't want to hide the difficult parts of life, and we don't claim to be experts on anything we are talking about. We are learning and growing with you. Mm -hmm. We just decided to talk about it publicly (laughs) while we learn and grow and share our mistakes. And we are not experts on today's subject either, but we are very passionate about it, right? Yes. In fact, it might be one of our favorite things to talk about in life right now. So it's fitting that we're talking about this in our anniversary month. We're talking about our favorite subject and it's what? Sabbath. The Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Last month, we talked about the rhythms of transition. You can go back and listen to episode 39 if you want to. But just for a quick review, the first rhythm we talked about was uh, the rhythm of relationships as it pertains to faith, family, and friends. Then you have the rhythm of recreation as it pertains to exercise, eating, and entertainment, uh, or energizers we talked about. And then the one we're covering today, the rhythm of rest as it pertains to sleep, solitude, and the Sabbath. I said this last time, I'll repeat it again here, I believe outside of our personal time with God in scripture and prayer, the Sabbath is the most important spiritual discipline we can practice. Yes. And it is a practice. Mm-hmm. It's something you grow in and get better at, just like anything else in life. And we're going to get into that. Now, there are a lot of resources out there on the Sabbath that I would recommend. We did do uh, two whole episodes on this in November of 2020. So episode uh, 10 and 11 called The Sabbath Practice. You can go back and listen to those. Uh, We'll put all this in the show notes as well. I did a whole sermon series on the Sabbath at Element Church in November of 2020 as well. It's called Sabbath More Than a Jewish Practice. If you go to elementchurch.life and then click on watch, you can kind of search on there, go back, you can find those there. And then we would recommend, highly recommend, some books you could read as well. I've read all of these. Um, You've read a couple of them. Yeah, I haven't read all of them. Um, But we highly recommend these. So we'll put all this in the show notes. But The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer might be one of my top three books I've ever read. Yeah. It was phenomenal. Take the Day Off by Robert Morris is a... I like that one. That's a phenomenal one. If you're looking for a very practical, easy to read book on the Sabbath, um, read that one. Sabbath Resistance by Walter Brueggemann. Subversive Sabbath by A.J. Swoboda. And then The Sabbath by Abraham Joshua Heschel, who is actually a Jewish man. He's passed now, uh, but it is a, a phenomenal book written from a Jewish perspective. And then the newest book I'd recommend is a very short ebook mm. that is free from the Emotionally Healthy Organization. It's called Exploring the Four Practices of a Biblical Sabbath. You just read that one, yeah. right? I literally, you can read it in one sitting. Yeah, oh, easily like in one sitting, 20, 20 minutes, minutes. maybe. Um, maybe not even 20 minutes. Yeah, it's really good. Just go to emotionallyhealthy.org slash Sabbath. You do have to give them your your email, and so you'll get on their email list, but you can always just unsubscribe if you want to. Emotionallyhealthy.org slash Sabbath, and um, you can uh, download that free ebook on Mm -hmm. the Sabbath, and it is super simple and practical, Mm -hmm. but a great, great book. So we'll put all that in the show notes. You can find them there. Before we dive into the practice of the Sabbath today, we need to talk about what the Sabbath Mm -hmm. is. So we're going to get super practical here at the end. 
but we need a foundation to build on. Mm -hmm. So the word Sabbath comes from the Hebrew word Shabbat, which means what, Sabrina? <laughs> what do you mean? And we've begun. <laughs> I thought that was an easy one. I did not tell you you were going to say it, but I thought that was an easy one. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it again. Oh, uh, my what does goodness. it mean? Stop. It means to stop. Sorry. I like panicked. Oh, my goodness. I'm so, I so worry about getting it wrong that I just freeze, <laughs> which makes it worse. It'd probably be better if I would just get it wrong. Yep. And I could correct you. Yes. Your, your face was hilarious. You're like. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh, I'm so sorry. The word Sabbath, uh, the word Shabbat is, is where we get our word Sabbath from. And it means to stop. It's literally what the word means. And it's meant to be a full 24-hour period where we stop all of our normal work and activity. It's a special day, yes. a different day from the other six, what God called a holy day. Mm -hmm. In fact, in Genesis chapter 2, the creation story, it's the first place in all of the Bible that God said something was holy. Hmm. Not a place that he created like the Garden of Eden not a person like Adam and Eve, not even himself, although he is perfectly holy. Yeah. The Sabbath day was blessed and God declared it holy, which that word literally means set apart. Hmm. It's a different day than any other day. And so its most simple intention, the Sabbath, was for us to stop. Hmm. To stop what we normally do on the other six days, both, both the things... Not just the things we do, but the pace in which we do them. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Slow down. John Mark Comer put it this way. The Sabbath is like a governor on the speed of life. Mm. That you'll never slow down. You won't be able to stop on one whole day unless you slow down the rest of your days. Right. Yeah. That's very And so true. it causes you to slow down your whole life. So Sabrina, anything you want to add yeah, there? Yeah, you really, we'll get into this, but you really have to look at what am I doing these other six days to stop me yep. from being able to stop and set apart a yep. day? Yep. So the second thing we've got to understand is that it's part of the rhythm of creation. So not only do we stop, but we stop because it's a rhythm. Right. The seven day week is not something man invented. Like it was invented through creation. Mm -hmm. In six days, God created the heavens and the earth. On the seventh day, he rested. He stopped his creating and delighted in what he had made. He also created humanity with this rhythm in mind. Hmm. Our hearts, souls, minds, and bodies are wired for this seventh day of rest. Yes. I believe the Sabbath is more than a law like the Ten Commandments kind of law. It's a law like the law of gravity. Hmm. It was built into creation. So with gravity, you can choose to live against the law of gravity. Right. You can choose to believe it doesn't apply to you <laughs> and jump off the roof of your house or off a building. But the law exists whether you want to believe it applies to you or not. And if you break it, there are natural consequences. We have mowers outside of our house again. So if that's picking up on the thing. Uh. In the same way, the Sabbath is a law you can choose to ignore. You can ignore the Sabbath. Which we did for a long time. Yep. 40 years. You can believe it doesn't apply to you or or that it was a, for a different place and a different time. 
But if you do that, if you ignore the law of the Sabbath, there are natural consequences. Mm -hmm. And like the article said, which I read at the beginning, we are paying for those consequences today. We're just maybe not putting it together in our minds. Yep, we're, we're paying for it. Mm -hmm. Our overworked, overscheduled, overspent lives are a part of the rising rate of emotional health issues, stress-related illnesses, yeah. exhaustion, and a general feeling of never having enough time. Mm -hmm. We can choose to ignore the rhythm of the Sabbath, but we will pay the price for it. Not because God's punishing us. Right but simply because it's the natural consequence of ignoring things like the law of gravity. Hmm. So it's a rhythm that we live in more than a rule we follow. Hmm. We need to understand that. Yeah. It's a rhythm to live in, not a rule to follow. And again, John Mark Comer in his book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, said when we fight this rhythm, we go against the grain of the universe. Hmm. I was thinking that you know, the free gift of salvation. A lot of people struggle with it's free. You just show up as you are. Like you don't have to change who you are to accept Jesus into your heart. And I feel like Sabbath is kind of that same way. It's another gift from God. We just got to show up yep. and open it. Yep. Like we don't have to change who we are. We might have to change what we're yep. doing, yep. but not who we are. Yep. And we just need to receive it. Yep. But we butt back yeah. against it. Yeah. So the last thing I want us to establish foundationally before we dive into some application is that the Sabbath is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. Good unplanned segue right there, Sabrina. <laughs> it's a weekly 24-hour gift of rest that we can choose to open or not open. Mm -hmm. That God gives you a gift every week and it's yours to receive. And this is huge. Hmm. The Sabbath is not a rule we must follow in order to please God. It's a gift of rest we receive where we will be pleased mm. in God. Man, that's good. Sabbath's not a rule hmm. that we must follow in order to please God. It's a gift of rest we receive where we will be pleased in God if we do it. So Exodus 16 verse 29 God is establishing these rhythms to his people, the people of Israel. And he said, they must realize the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. Hmm. That is why he gives you a two-day supply of manna on the sixth day. So there'll be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Rest. <laughs> Do not go out to pick up food on the seventh day. And then in the New Testament, Mark 2, 27, Jesus says this. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people hmm. and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. That's really Isn't that good. awesome. Mm -hmm. The NIV version says this, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Hmm. Wow. So in Jesus's day, the Pharisees had turned the Sabbath into something that was a burden <laughs> and a way to please God or even to please the Sabbath itself. But that was never the intent of the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a gift from God for our good. Hmm. And John Mark Comer actually said the Pharisees needed to hear the first part of that verse, that people are not made to meet the needs of the Sabbath. Right. But Americans, he said, need to hear the first part of the verse. The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of people. Mm -hmm. Pharisees need the last part. Yeah. Americans need the first part. A.J. Swoboda said this in his book, 
The Sabbath is a gift we do not know how to receive. Mm -hmm. In a world of doing, going, and producing, we have no use for a gift that invites us to stop. Wow. But it that is the original gift, mm -hmm. a gift of rest, he That's said. That's really good. So in its most simplest form, it means to stop. Mm -hmm. Stop all of our normal work and activity. It's a special day, a holy day. It's part of the rhythm of creation. You can go against the rhythm, but at your own peril. Hmm. And it's a gift. Stop, rhythm, gift are the foundations of what the Sabbath is. Hmm. And it actually amazes me. We were talking about this off, off air. <laughs> it amazes me mm -hmm. how many people fight against the Sabbath. I just don't get it. I don't understand why so many people try to give the reasons why they can't Sabbath or why they shouldn't need to. We're passing up hmm. on an amazing gift from God. Yeah, for sure. I, it has to be our society and the way things, I mean, we, we want, we want it yesterday. We don't even want to wait for today. We're, we're just so gimme, 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 gimme. I want to do this and that and that. And there's nothing wrong with some of that, that yeah. we can have too much of that. And then we do, we are stressing ourselves out. We are more depressed and anxious than any other time in our generations. Yep. And there's, we, we have control over us, only over us yep. and what we're doing. And yep. so we can change that. Yep. And I say, I don't understand. I don't get it, but really, I mean, there is a reason why it's so hard. Yeah. You hinted at it again, AJ Swoboda in his book said, the truth remains that Sabbath will be challenging for anyone to live out in our busy, frenetic world. Mm. Sabbath goes against the very structure and system mm. of the world that we have constructed. Yeah. Sabbath then becomes a kind of resistance to that world. Sabbath is an alternative lifestyle that goes against everything our world knows. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Very and true. it's true. Mm -hmm. The Sabbath goes against culture. Is it is, it is anti-cultural. Yeah, for sure. To but stop you for think one whole day. Through COVID, we were forced into isolation. We were forced to not be able to go and do anything. But we still didn't really Sabbath during COVID. No, I'm not saying we didn't Sabbath, but that should have been eye-opening. It could have been, oh, it could have been an, an eye-opener, yeah. To us and how busy we live our lives and how lost so many people felt because they weren't doing, 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 doing. Well, and one of the things I heard from people, and not just like individually, but just societally, one of the things people said was how much of a gift it was to play games around the table with your yes. family or that, you know, we weren't always going places and the next activity, next activity, people saw that as a refresher. And then but the world started opening back up and we went right back to it. Yeah. We didn't learn from it. No, we didn't learn from it, yeah. but it's like, that could be the good that yeah. God helps us see in that if we learn yeah, from it. Yeah, he forced it. us to slow down. Yes, but not everybody... And please hear me. We're not saying that God caused COVID no, to no, slow no, us no, down. No, 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 not at all. COVID caused us, to, forced us to slow down, but we didn't learn from it. Yeah. God could have used it for us to learn. Right. As a whole, we didn't. So there you have the foundation of the Sabbath, which you have to start there. And we went deep into that in the other two podcasts, the sermon series, those books. If you want to know more, I love learning about the Sabbath. I still feel like I'm learning things about Sabbath. And that's not what this is about. It's a part of the rhythm of creation. 
It's a weekly gift from God where we get to stop all of our normal work and activity. So what do you do on the Sabbath? <laughs> what do you don't do? How do we do it? That really is the question. Yeah. And to answer that question and some of the uh, several questions we received from listeners, which was awesome. Thank you for that. We're going to use the framework of stop, rest, delight, worship. Like literally think of a frame, mm -hmm. you know, picture a frame on your wall that has four sides and it, each one of those sides of the frame is your Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Inside of that frame is your Sabbath. Each of the sides is stop, rest, delight, worship. So Sabrina, anything to add before we dive in? No, I, still, really, I really like that visual. You still with me? I'm still with you. All right. I'll, I'll try not to give you any surprises. Okay. Everything else you're already aware of that I need you to say. Yes. Okay. Okay. So four things to remember and consider <clears throat> as you look at implementing and practicing the Sabbath in your life. Amazingly, they all start with the same letter. Oh, good. Which by the way, did you catch the acrostic with stop? Rhythm and gift, SRG. Did you catch it? I did not catch that. Serg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lanta. I just wanted to see if you would try to think of something. I was like, yep. I'm looking at it in I print know. and I don't, I don't see anything. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I wanted to see if you were going to try to say it like Serg. <laughs> I was trying to throw you off there and it didn't, didn't work. Oh, that's funny. Okay, there was no acrostic, by the way. Okay. I wanted one, but there wasn't one. <clears throat> so, Sabrina, what's the first thing to remember when practicing the Sabbath? Inside of that frame, what's the first thing? You are free. Yeah, that's awesome. I like the way you said that. <laughs> You're free. Like, let that sink in. Now, this has a number of different meanings, right? Mm. So, first of all, can't get my notes to turn. That means the Sabbath should never be a burden. Right. Ever. The Sabbath is not something you do to earn God's love. It's something you get to experience as a part of God's love that mm -hmm. he's already given you. It's a bonus. That'll, that'll preach right there. Yes. Sabbath is a way to live in the freedom of God's abundant grace. Mm -hmm. I hope people get that. I know. That this is not something that you have to do. It's something you get to do. Mm -hmm. You get to have a Sabbath. Hmm. Uh, I love what Jerry Scazzaro said. Uh, she's from the Emotionally Healthy organization, that free ebook that's out there. Her husband leads Emotionally Healthy along with her. And I just heard this this week on a podcast. It was actually on that podcast about oh, yeah. uh, vacations. Sabbath is the one day of the week I most believe and live out the fundamental truth of the gospel because I do nothing productive on hmm. the Sabbath. And yet I experience being utterly loved hmm. by God. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. It's because we are free in Christ that we choose to Sabbath. Mm -hmm. It's not a way to earn freedom or earn love or earn salvation. It's an overflow of our freedom, of our love, and of our salvation. Mm -hmm. That's so good. <laughs> it's the weekly reminder that God is God and I am not. And he's already accomplished everything on my behalf. So even if I stop for 24 hours, he doesn't. <laughs> he is still on the throne. The Sabbath's a weekly declaration that we are free. <laughs> we are not slaves. Man, amen. It's giving me goosebumps. I know, it's awesome. Like this is what God told the Israelites in Deuteronomy when he repeated the Ten Commandments to them through Moses. 
So in Exodus, the original Ten Commandments, God roots the Sabbath command in the rhythm of creation. He mm -hmm. says, you do this because in six days I made the heavens and the earth. On the seventh day, I rested. But in Deuteronomy, he changes it mm -hmm. and he roots this command in the reminder of where mm -hmm. they came from. Okay, so God said again in Deuteronomy, he, he, he repeats everything. But then he says this in Deuteronomy 5.15. Remember that you were once slaves in Egypt, but the Lord your God brought you out with his strong hand and powerful arm. That is why the Lord your God has commanded you to rest hmm. on the Sabbath day. That's Remember, awesome. you were once slaves, but... God. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite lines is, I know it is yours. You want yes. to get a tattoo that says, but God. I yes, know that. I do. But <laughs> God set you free. Mm. The Sabbath should be a reminder of our Redeemer. Yes. That when we stop, when we choose to rest on the seventh day, mm. it's a reminder that God is the one who saves. God is the one who sustains. God is the one who provides. God is the one who heals. And God is the one who forgives. That through Jesus, our freedom has been purchased and we are no longer slaves. Man, just drop the mic and let's be done. Okay, we're done. Let's <laughs> So good. And, and think about this. That command in that moment in Deuteronomy was incredibly significant mm -hmm. because the Jewish people knew all too well that slaves don't get a Sabbath. Mm. You don't ever stop and rest as mm. a slave. You work every day, sometimes all day. So through the Sabbath, not only is it a weekly reminder of what God saved us from, it's also a weekly reminder that with God, we are free. Hmm. We are not overworked and overburdened slaves. We are beloved and blessed children of God, fully loved and accepted by him, even when we are doing nothing. Hmm. That is the gospel. Man, that takes away, you know, believing we have to do work to be saved. Like, yeah, we just present our yep. selves. Yeah, we do nothing. Yes, it's a we can Amazing. do nothing to earn our salvation. It's a gift. And the Sabbath's a gift. Mm -hmm. Man. And, so and, good. and on the Sabbath, like this is one of the greatest gifts of the Sabbath, I think, is that what Jerry said, you're doing nothing productive. Mm -hmm. You're not accomplishing things. You're not accumulating things. You're not adding things. You're literally stopping. And yet in the stopping, you are utterly mm -hmm. loved by your creator. So different than yes. what culture yep. and world teaches It eliminates us. the performance mentality. Yes. It's not about me. Yeah. I actually think we missed a great opportunity as our kids were growing up to have yes. a weekly way to teach our kids the gospel. We definitely did. If you are a parent listening and you have little kids at home, the Sabbath is a weekly way to teach your kids the gospel. Mm -hmm. Because if you start stopping what you normally do, and make the Sabbath day holy, set it apart as a different day. And we're going to get into what you can do on the Sabbath. But if you stop, your kids will eventually ask you, Mommy, Daddy, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. And you can say in whatever word you want to use and change up how you say it. But in yeah. essence, this is our weekly reminder hmm. that we did not do anything to earn God's love or to earn our salvation. And even when we do nothing at all today, sweetheart, we are still 
fully loved and accepted by God. Hmm. It almost brings me to tears. I know. I am crying. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that awesome? We are loved by God when we do nothing. Hmm. And the Sabbath is our weekly... No, no, going to make me cry. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get emotional about this. But here's what scares me. It scares me for myself and for the church, the big C church. We might be free in Christ through the power of God, but so many of us choose to be slaves anyway. We are slaves to work, progress, accumulation, activity, achievement, hmm. status, position, and power. Yep. We are like the children of Israel. We are free from slavery and on the way to the promised land. Hmm. But we're always wanting to go back to Egypt. And when I look at how busy and active a lot of our lives were, you and me, yeah. and our lives as humans, how much we pursue and accumulate every single day, I have to think this. Pharaoh might be gone, hmm. but Egypt is alive and well. Hmm. And Egypt lives in our homes. Friends, the Sabbath day is a day of freedom. You are free in Jesus even when you do nothing, you are fully accepted and loved by God. The Sabbath flows from our freedom in Christ. It's not for our freedom. It's from our freedom. Yes. But the Sabbath, if kept, should also be free from things you would normally do. Otherwise, it's not a Sabbath. The Sabbath is not just another day off that you fill up with activities. You stop all your normal work and activity. It's not a day to get chores done or projects completed. It's a day that is set apart. Yes. It is different. It's a holy day. And we'll answer some questions about this at the end. On this freedom piece, lastly, you have great freedom mm -hmm. in deciding what you do on the Sabbath. You are free. free. Yeah. <laughs> Think of that frame again. Stop, rest, delight, worship. Inside of that frame, there is great freedom. Hmm. People will often say to you and I, Sabrina, oh, it's the Sabbath. You can't do that <laughs> about us. Yeah. And that's not true. Right. This is where the Jewish people got off track. They developed 39 categories of work that you couldn't do on the Sabbath. And in those 39 categories, there were all sorts of subcategories <laughs> of things you couldn't do. For instance, burning was not allowed on the Sabbath. So now with the advancement of technology, there are still some Orthodox Jews who won't start their car on the Sabbath because the engine burns gasoline. Mm. Some Jewish people won't turn on electricity like lights because when an electric light is turned on, the filament inside mm. is heated white hot, producing the light. Therefore it's burning and forbidden on the Sabbath. So you can definitely take this to an extreme. Well, like anything, In, anything, right? Yeah. But remember, the man was not made for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was made for man. So what do you, listener, need to stop doing? What gives you rest? Hmm. What causes you delight? How can you best worship God? Not just through singing, but just being more attuned to the invisible the invisible God in the visible world. When you slow down, you start seeing more things. Mm, for sure. Creation, family, the blessings of life, all the things God has done for you. When you slow down, you see what God's already done. Mm -hmm. 
and you worship him in that. So you decide how to Sabbath. It just needs to include those four sides of the frame. Stop, rest, delight, and worship. Or as Pete Scazzaro says, contemplate, mm -hmm. which I like that word. Yeah. When we say worship, it's just contemplating how good God is, mm -hmm. right? So there's great freedom in the Sabbath. It flows from the freedom you already have in Christ. It should be free from your normal work and activity. And there is great freedom in deciding what you will and won't do, mm -hmm. which leads into the next thing. Anything you want to add to the freedom I was just piece? thinking it's how sweet God is to let us decide. We decide. So you get to be in control. Yeah. Like yep. It's your Sabbath. Yeah. He doesn't have to give us that control, but he is. Yep. Like he trusts us to decide and we're all individuals and so it looks different for yep. everybody and yep. it was only the jews who gave the extra commands on what the sabbath was right all god said in exodus and deuteronomy was you need to stop your normal work and activity mm -hmm. so if you have a job you don't work your job on the sabbath basically right if and and if you have we're gonna get off track here but yes i, I don't want to take up too much because we have this is a long podcast it, he, he lets us decide what we do on yeah. the Sabbath. It's he, our choice. He essentially is like, here's your gift. Yes. And you, you get to open it, but you get to decide what's what is in it? the yes. box. Yep. That's a great I way to I don't put it. choose it for you. Yep. Like, it's awesome. we get control, people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. You control your own amazing. Sabbath. amazing. Yeah. So what's the next part about practicing the Sabbath? First one was free. You need to be flexible. Yep. So you are free, but you also need to be flexible. Yeah. And again, there's a, more meanings than just one with this. Yeah. There is great freedom, but you got to be flexible, first of all, with others. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And then flexible with yourself. It's a practice. Right. Like go easy on yourself. Give yourself grace. Yep. yep. Other people are not going to Sabbath the same way you do. Mm -hmm. So offer grace to those who are practicing the Sabbath differently. Right. Be flexible. And, and also... Married couples who are tuning in, this is key. You don't have to Sabbath the same way your spouse does. Right. You don't even have to Sabbath together. What? I know. I want to be with you 24 seven. I don't want to be with you. <laughs> right. Most Sabbaths, you and I spend very little time together. We hardly even see each other and we're in the same house. Like, And that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. You don't have to find 24 hours where you're just hooked to the side of each other. Right. There's actually probably some good out of us not being around each other all day. Mm -hmm. We need solitude. Right. Especially on the Sabbath. Right. And, and well, and we're going to find rest differently as we'll see here in a minute and what brings us joy is different. We're not, cause we're not yeah, the same. We're not the same person. People. Yeah. yeah. And you mentioned this the other day that I thought this was really good. If you're super intentional as a couple, this is for our married people only. If you're super intentional as a couple to spend time together through the whole week, mm -hmm. have a weekly date night. For us, we get away overnight at least once every quarter without our kids and every year for a full week without our kids. If you're doing that, if you're intentionally spending time with one another throughout the week and the year, you won't need to be with your spouse all 24 hours of the Sabbath day. Right. 
And that's a good thing. Yeah. You both need to have your own stop list and your yep. own rest. And we're going to share ours. Cause it's not, it isn't the it's, same. We are, we, we, we have some differences in the way we Sabbath mm -hmm. and it's literally is totally okay. Yeah. So with this idea of being flexible, try something you think might work, might work. It may not. Mm -hmm. You might try it and hate it on the Sabbath, yep. which we just did that a few weeks ago. And we've, we've done it several times yep. where we're like, okay, I can't, I'm, for me, I'm like, I can't do that again yeah. on Sabbath. That yep. was stressful. Yep. Or I need to cut that out of my Sabbath because it's not filling me. Right. So we typically Sabbath from 6 p.m. on Friday night to 6 p.m. on Saturday. Sometimes this does shut our Friday activities down before we want it to. So I had this awesome idea <laughs> of just basically doing Sabbath from the time we get up on Saturday, 24 hours to the time we get up on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Horrible idea. <laughs> for we, us. For us, right. We did it one time and hated it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, maybe because it was so out of rhythm, but we hated it. We tried it one week and the next week we went back. <laughs> so all I'm saying is be flexible. Yeah. It's a practice. It's, it's a practice. It's an experiment. Mm -hmm. You'll never get it perfect. No. Ever. It won't be perfect until you're in heaven yep. with Jesus. So. Yep. You can even be flexible on the day you Sabbath, like which day you choose. Mm -hmm. So I have Friday and Saturday off. Your stay-at-home uh, spouse and mom, you do a home-based business, and so you have things you're doing from home. So you're you're home every day. Yeah. But I have Friday and Saturday off from work, where I don't go to the office. And since Sunday's my biggest work day of the week as a pastor, there have been many occasions that we had an activity or event on a Saturday. So we would Sabbath Friday instead. Thursday night to Friday night. Uh, there are a number of times where I wasn't preaching or working on Sunday, so we would take Sunday as a Sabbath. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'd recommend trying to have a set day every week that you are trying to Sabbath, but be flexible on moving that day around. Yeah. That's the beauty of the freedom that we live in. Mm -hmm. Like this is not only on sundown, because Jews would do it sundown for... Friday to sundown Saturday, because the Jewish day starts at sundown. Mm -hmm. And that was the only time they ever Sabbath. And if you did any any work inside that, like you it was a no-no, right? And they never moved it around. No, or never. Wow. It's and still today for Jewish people only hmm. sundown Friday to sundown Saturday. We have freedom, especially in the New Testament age that we live in. Yeah. Move it around. The point is one day out of seven. Take a full 20, 24 hours to stop, rest, delight, and worship. I would even add this. This is where, like this, the Jews would never do this. <laughs> even be flexible with how long you Sabbath. Yeah. I think God is going to bless your desire and your effort. Mm -hmm. So I, I do think you should try 24 hours. And that should be the goal of what you get to. Yeah. But jumping to a full 24 while it's what we did, we went from no Sabbath to full 24 immediately. Maybe you need to start with 12 hours and say, Lord, I can give, I'm going to give 12 hours where I stop, rest, delight, and worship or mm -hmm. contemplate. Mm -hmm. Try six. The point is intentionally to stop, rest, delight, and worship. Contemplate on his goodness and greatness in everything that you see. Yeah. But if you start with six, make it a goal to get to seven. And then eventually get all the way to 24. The just point is just start somewhere. Start somewhere and be flexible. Yes. Give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. My goodness. It's going to take work. 
yeah. to get there, it, which is funny to say. It's going to take work to actually stop working. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Any other things you can think of on that flexible piece? No, I think that's good. And and we'll get to this a little bit later, but when you have kids, you're going to have to be flexible with that yep. as well. Yep. So what's the next thing to consider on 7th? It should be fun. Should be... <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had those, those horns. Uh, it should be fun. Right. It's not a, like we said, it's not a burden. No. So it's not something like it should be a drudgery. Mm-mm. It should be fun. It should be a day you look forward to with delight and not dread. And it is for us. Yes, it right? is. I love it. Sabbath is our favorite day of the week mm-hmm. by far. Mm-hmm. I, I will say though, even though we love the Sabbath and want everyone to practice it, we're still working on this fun piece. Yes. We, we were just talking the other day about how we haven't nailed this fun part outside of the Sabbath just being awesome because we stop. Yeah. We've not nailed this, you know, official fun piece. Uh, a lot of what we like to do for fun can also be draining, physically draining, like kayaking, beaching. And if, if, if I could go to the beach where someone else drives me and sets up all the equipment and brings <laughs> me food and drinks, that'd be fantastic. That's called a vacation. Yeah. Or if I go, you know, kayaking where I don't have to load them, clean them, haul them, move them, I might go kayaking on Sabbath. It's a lot of work yeah. to do that. But so, some people may love that. You're right. Yeah. I'm just saying for us. Because I actually would love to go to the beach, but, but I don't. I do all the work. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're going to do what I just said. If I was brave enough to go by myself. I would, but I'm not brave enough yet to try it by myself. It's not as relaxing for me. I know. Because I have to drive and set up the tent because and make sure the tent doesn't blow away. you are serving me and I appreciate that. So I love it. And then if we have kids, I'm the one that's trying to make sure they're staying active. If we'd have our dog, I'm the one watching the dog. You're so awesome. <laughs> I do love going for walks. Uh, and so on almost every Sabbath includes a walk for me. Sabrina, anything on the fun piece? I don't, piece I don't really like going for walks because <laughs> exercise is such a hard thing for me. So I don't normally walk on Sabbath. I usually lay in bed for a very long time. Yep. But that's, that is, and we'll get to that, what we do, but that is a very fulfilling thing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we got find a way to make Sabbath fun. Yeah. And, We'll get into some things that we do here in a little bit. Yeah. What's the last thing to consider with your Sabbath this morning? It should be fulfilling. So you are free. Make sure you're flexible. It should be fun. And it should be fulfilling. The Sabbath should fill you up, not drain you. Mm-hmm. The Sabbath is fuel for the other six days. Yes. We don't work for the Sabbath. We work from the Sabbath. That is so good. And it's... So it's, it's losing that mentality of TGIF. Yes. Thank God it's Friday. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Yes, we do look forward to the Sabbath, but we don't work for the day off. Mm. We work from it. Mm-hmm. It Man, fuels. And it, it, that really oh is so true. Absolutely. Like, you know, you can do yes. the next six days. Because Sabbath's coming. Because another Sabbath is coming. Like, this is like, like a vacation maybe you get once a year, but I'm like, you get this every single so, yep. stinking week. Yep. Like it's amazing. That here. And John Mark Comer said this. He said, the first few days after the Sabbath, he said, I know I can get through anything because I just had Sabbath. 
Yeah. And the last few days of my work week, I know I can get through anything because Sabbath's coming. Yes. And that's how it is. It truly is. You truly feel that. You do. You live between these Sabbath days mm -hmm. where the first few, man, it's just fuel. And the last few, you know it's coming. Yeah. Every single week. And so that fuel kicks in because yep. you know it's coming. it's coming again. Yep. And I'll tell you, my Sundays became so much more energizing when I started practicing the Sabbath. In fact, my whole week became more energizing, like we just talked about, because it was fulfilling. It filled me up, and then I lived with that full tank, and then it was filled up again the next Saturday. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. It is awesome. So let's answer some questions. Okay. I wish we could sit down with anyone who wanted to talk about the Sabbath one-on-one. -on -one. I guess we could. Yeah. In fact, we'd probably be willing to talk with anybody one-on-one. -on -one specifically about the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. We don't want our time sabotaged by people who just want to sit down and necessarily shoot the breeze, which we don't mind doing that with, with you know, we can't do it for everybody, but for some. Yeah. But if you want to talk about the Sabbath and ask questions, we, I think, would be willing to do that. So um, as you can tell already, this might end up being our longest podcast ever. <laughs> Uh, but we do have several questions we want to get through here. So uh, Sabrina, what was the first question we're going to tackle? So you've only been at your new church a short time. At your previous church, what Sabbath application was most impacting for your leaders? So we That's did a not. Great question, it is a great question. Way. We obviously tried. We we greatly encouraged all of our staff to Sabbath, and many of them after we we didn't start this till January 2020. But after we did and started really talking about how great it was for us, some of our other staff started doing it, mm -hmm. and people in our church too. But I think one of the biggest benefits for our leaders and really for our whole church is at Element, we instituted what we called Sabbath Sundays, where four Sundays a year, we literally shut the whole church down. Hmm. We did not have any Sunday worship experience. And what we said was we are giving not only our staff and our volunteers a rest, but we're letting the building rest mm -hmm. for one whole day, once a quarter, basically. And we would offer a, a short online devotional, challenge people to take the day to Sabbath and sit down with their family and watch this short devotional or gather their small group and watch the devotional. But we would have Sabbath days and they, they're still doing them even in our absence, which mm -hmm. I think is awesome. Yeah. Well, we, 2021 was our first year to do that, right? We did, I think did, we did it in 2020. We did start in 2020. No, no, you're right. 2021. Yeah. And then they're continuing this and year. And they're continuing it, yeah, which is yeah. awesome. Um, in fact, the Sunday that we're going to be back in Cheyenne for Mariah's reception, the church is having a Sabbath Sunday. Mm -hmm. So we don't get to go to church on that Sunday at Element. Um, but I was actually, you know, kind of confirming that they're continuing. They yeah, saw the awesome. value in it. Mm -hmm. and it. And it does. It gives it gives the whole ministry a rest. Mm -hmm. And it gives you four times a year where you actually can model for your entire congregation and your community. Yeah. Hey, this, it's important to rest. We're going to rest our equipment even, mm -hmm. which is biblical. Right. Yeah, very biblical. In, in, in the Bible, it was every seven years you were, you were to rest the entire land for the whole year. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Right. And I've got some thoughts on, on that as well. <laughs> so what's the next question? That was the biggest, the Sabbath Sunday, I think, was the biggest benefit for our leaders. Um, and then just modeling it to people in our yeah. life too. What advice can you give to people who want to start practicing Sabbath but have little kids? And that is one of the most common questions we get. Yes. We did not Sabbath. We were we took days off, but we did not Sabbath right. when our kids were little. Our kids don't follow the Sabbath practice themselves now, but they are very respectful of ours. Yes, very. 
I would though go back to those four F words that we, <laughs> that we talk through. When, so if you have kids, remember you're free, mm-hmm. have fun, be flexible yeah. and make sure it's fulfilling. I understand that when you have kids, there are things you just, you can't stop doing. You can't, if you're nursing a child, you can't stop. <laughs> Please keep feeding yeah. your kids. You know, if they got, if they're still in diapers, you can't just leave the poopy diaper all day long. Yeah. And I know that stuff is not fun or fulfilling. Yeah. It's a responsibility that you've got to keep doing. I, I get that. But. It's a season. It is a season that will not be there forever. No. If you can get in the rhythm now, I wish we would have. We didn't. Man, you'll reap the benefits. Yep. And if parents of little kids now could get in the rhythm, it changes our world. Absolutely. Eventually. Absolutely. Generations yep. are changed. Yep. That is if just, huge. If Christians would live out the Sabbath, the world would have to change. Oh, my word. It would have to. Yes, because there was a time where nothing was yep. opened on Sunday. Yep. You only went to church and yep. that's it. Yep. There's so, no reason why we couldn't get back absolutely. to that. Absolutely. But it's gonna, it would take the majority of Christians changing the way we live. Right, right. But you're right. So, but here's some suggestions. And these are not, these are things we've seen other people do. And I think these are great suggestions. And so, it, these are actually probably things we would have yeah. done. Yes, if it's, we would have known about yeah, it. Yeah, If you have little kids, like, you know, maybe 10 and under, we would recommend having Sabbath-only toys mm-hmm. or Sabbath-only video games or whatever. Where on the Sabbath, you break out a toy chest that only comes out on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And make it special if you can. Yeah. If, you're, if you have the resources, buy some extra, even more expensive toys that are above and beyond what they would normally have in the week. But they only get to use those on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It's a way for your children to have something to look forward to. Make the Sabbath something that they look forward to. Yeah. So have Sabbath-only toys if you have kids. Have Sabbath-only activities. Mm -hmm. So save something special that you only do on the Sabbath. This might mean you change what you do during the week. Right. But let's say it's going out for ice cream. You save that activity. You don't ever get ice cream uh, during the week. But every Sabbath, the kids know mom and dad are taking us for ice cream today. Mm -hmm. It's something to look forward to. Sabbath candles is a great practice. Mm. It's something that Jewish people still do today. They light a candle to start the Sabbath, two of them, and then they light two candle candles to end the Sabbath. They don't burn them all 24 hours. But you can actually, you can find super fun candles out there. And what kid, especially boys, don't like fire. <laughs> now, I wouldn't leave them alone with fire. But get some fun candles. Mm-hmm. Make them birthday candles. You get the number seven. Or even sparklers. Sparklers, yeah. That would be super fun. That would fun. actually be a great idea. So yeah. I just thought of that. But have a way that you light something mm-hmm. to start the Sabbath. Hey, Sabbath is starting at 6 p.m. It's time for the candles. Mm-hmm. And as the kids get old enough, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old, let them light the candles. Mm-hmm. And then celebrate. Hey, it's Sabbath. This is the day God gave us. Yeah. Sparklers is a great idea. Yeah, that would be super fun. That would be fun. Um, maybe it's s'mores. You know, you, you go outside around the around a fire pit and you have s'mores on, on Sabbath night. I know depending on where you live here in Houston, you know, at 6 p.m. on Friday night right now, it's, it's you know, horribly hot. So you eat ice cream yes. for a season yeah. and then you do s'mores for yep. a season. <laughs> Maybe you have Sabbath privileges. So for your children, and again, this might have to, you have to change what you do the rest of the week. Right. 
but maybe for them, so it gives you some freedom, you give them more tablet time, mm-hmm. more TV time on the Sabbath so that you get more time for solitude and rest. So it's maybe there's some privileges that you don't give your kids to the week that you give them on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. If you're a single parent, this can be much more difficult. Yeah. But maybe you could find someone. Yes. If you have a good community around you, find someone that would help oh. you. Take your kids for one of those special activities mm-hmm. or watch your kids for two hours while you take a nap and spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be more difficult for our single parent families, but it's not impossible. No, it's, you can, you can still do some of the other out. things, the yes. Sabbath toys, Sabbath privileges, Sabbath activities. And even for single moms, it's a season. Yes. Like, it's not forever. We're it's not, for now. we're parents forever, but not parents with our kids in our house yep. forever. Yep. To our dual parent households with kids, you can also split your Sabbath. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's mom gets the morning to herself while dad gets up with the kids and the kids know that every Sabbath dad's making chocolate chip pancakes or Getting taking donuts. us out for donuts. Yeah. And, and so mom gets the more, half, first half of the day and then they swap and mom takes the kids the second half and dad gets the afternoon to himself to watch golf or go golfing mm-hmm. or watch football or whatever it is. Dual parent households can split the Sabbath. You do not have to spend all day together. Right. If you and want again, to, yes, awesome. Great. But you don't have to. And remember, it's only, as we've said, for a season that these little kids need all your attention. Yeah. It's actually good for them mm-hmm. to see that you are working hard to rest on Sabbath. Mm-hmm. They, and you can teach them the gospel in that, like we said earlier. So have a special breakfast only on Sabbath or a special dinner or dessert only on Sabbath. Like make Sabbath something your kids look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and- I think that's really good. I I just feel like it's what a neat thing to constantly be putting the gospel in yes, front of your every kids. every seven days. Weekly. We and then... Totally missed it. Depending on maybe you Sabbath the same day you go to church. So it's like yeah. such a double blessing yeah. that... They get to learn it at church, plus they're just learning it in their home. And it's going to change their life. It'll change. And so here's the, maybe the negative you might see with this is you will have to say no to some things. And so you might be disappointed. Your kids might be disappointed, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to ruin their life. It's only going to better their life. So saying no to some things, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. So you can have that special day. It's, it's worth it. Yep. Yep. Someone added on the kids question. What if your spouse isn't as interested? Hmm. And that's tough. You might yeah, be in, in a home tough. where you're the a believer and your spouse isn't, and therefore they're not interested. Or even if, if they are a believer, there's plenty of believers who aren't interested in the Sabbath, which is crazy. But um, without knowing the specific situation yeah. it was asked, I would ask this person if they've expressed their desire to Sabbath to their spouse and then explain why it's important to them. If you have done that, I'd maybe try and come up with a compromise you know, could I, could I have X number of hours to, to intentionally stop and rest or figure out a way for you to start doing that? Yeah. My hope would be that if you're able to Sabbath any amount of time, they would see how much of a benefit it is for you, mm-hmm. how it's affected you for the better. And maybe they would want to join you. Yeah. Um, God honors your effort and desire. I know that. Yeah. And I would ask God to multiply the time that you're able to give, knowing that your desire mm-hmm. to fully Sabbath until your spouse will do it with you, God will honor that. 
Yeah, that's really good. So lots of questions came in around kids. Uh, someone asked, how do you handle kids' sports activities? And you kind of hinted at this earlier. I'm not sure you want to hear our full thoughts on kids' sports activities. <laughs> Probably not. I honestly believe one of the biggest hidden gifts of Sabbath is it forces us to slow down the rest of our life. Yes. You cannot stop for one whole day a week without slowing down every other day. Which means you've got to take a hard look at all the activities you and your family are involved in and probably start saying no to some of them so that you can say yes to the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. We're talking eternity here. Like this is a little piece of heaven yeah, on earth. It is. So even though it seems scary and hard or there might be some tears from you or your kids or like it, we know it's hard to say no. But man, we it's are so, telling yeah. you, it is so worth it. Yep, yep. Before we even started practicing the Sabbath, we just decided as a couple that we were not going to allow our life to be ruled by our kids' activities. Yeah. That was just a personal decision we made. So we put massive limits on what and how much our kids could do, like massive limits. Yeah. Um, they were allowed one sport activity. A semester. A semester. Yep. And so... One they, sport or activity. They had to choose. So they, it wasn't like a sport and an activity no. and this and this. No, they it, could choose one, one thing. thing per semester. Mm -hmm. And we just weren't going to be ruled by our kids' activities. No. They're, they'll be okay. <laughs> yes, they will be. I if promise. they don't get to do everything. Yes. And I would also add, be flexible. Yeah. It's a season. It is a season. I know having kids makes life more hectic. That's mm -hmm. just reality, mm -hmm. but it won't last forever. Right. And I thought about this too. If Jewish people for centuries have figured out how to Sabbath with the strictest of rules yes, like and have kids, I'm pretty sure in our freedom, we can figure <laughs> yeah, it out too. No joke. So Sabrina, what's the next question? How do you handle others who don't understand Sabbath, especially in the church? Like if there's church meetings or sporting events, et cetera. So the short answer is at some point, not everyone's going to understand. And we have to be okay with that. Yep. We didn't Sabbath for other people. We don't Sabbath for other people. Mm -hmm. We don't Sabbath even for God. No. Nope. We Sabbath for ourselves mm -hmm. as a gift from God. Hmm. It's for our good. I know this. There has not been anything else we've ever done in our life that's brought more questions, mm -hmm. curiosity, and desire from people saying, I want to do that hmm. than Sabbath. Not even close. If you truly Sabbath, people are going to take notice. It stands out. Mm -hmm. And if it stands out, they'll eventually want what you have if they see how much it benefits you. Right. So think about this. If you truly Sabbath... One 24-hour period every week of the year. That's 52 days of rest. Hmm. Over seven weeks of the year that God is giving you a chance to fill you up. That does not count other normal days off, like holidays, vacations, personal days. Seven weeks of rest every year. That's insane. Don't you think that will affect you in a way that people will want what you have? <laughs> uh, yeah. So we've just learned to say no to stuff that we need to and let people deal with it how they may. Remember, 
you are not in charge of yep. how people react. Yep. You are only in charge of yourself. And we also try to be very, very careful that we don't say we can't do that. Yeah. We say, hey, we're choosing not to do that because we're choosing the Sabbath today. Mm-hmm. It's not a can't. It's a want right. to get to. Yeah. And then also continue to be flexible, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like change your day if you need to. Sabbath for part of the day if you have to. Do I've done it before where I, there was an activity I couldn't. Like it was, there's no way to get out of it. It was a requirement for me to be at on a Saturday. So I Sabbath in the morning, did the activity, Sabbath the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Done that before as well. So you might just split your Sabbath, whatever. Be flexible with yeah. those who don't understand. It's a process. Yep. Next question. How do you get stuff done around the house and chores done? As a single person, I use the days I don't work to do yard work, clean, errands, etc. We still doing good, by the way? Still good? About to pee your pants or anything? I am about to pee my pants, but I'm I'm okay. All right. <laughs> Thanks for asking I could that tell. question. You were, you were squirming. I know. I'm kind of moving around. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So how do you get stuff down around the house? Because that's what we use our days off for. Mm-hmm. Well, since we Sabbath from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Saturday, we call Friday. We literally call it our Sabbath prep day. Yep. We've got a shared to-do yeah, list. Yeah, we have a list. Called Sabbath prep. Mm-hmm. And we have a list of chores that we know have to get done if we're going to Sabbath well. Yep. We also had to get really intentional at using some of our other days yes. in the week to get things done that we would normally have used um, both Friday and Saturday for. For instance, for a long time, I, mo- I, I, I moved mowing the lawn mm-hmm. from Friday to Monday night because it just we couldn't get everything done. Mm-hmm. And again, this plays into that other thing. You got to change your whole week. Yes. To take the one day off. It's You need to have a family meeting yeah. and look at the six days and what are we doing and what are we willing to, to give, give up. up to open this gift from yep. God. Yep. So now we've been doing it long enough that we know exactly what needs to be done and when um, in order to Sabbath. It's right. almost like second nature to us Yeah, it's now. so easy yeah. now. And honestly, I think part of the point of the Sabbath we said mm-hmm. is sometimes we don't get everything done. What? <laughs> And your head doesn't fall off? Nope. <laughs> and we still stop. The Sabbath actually help us understand that we are people of limits. Yeah. There will always be unfinished projects, unmet expectations, unfulfilled goals. That's kind of the point. That even though we stop working and even though we didn't get everything done, God never stops working and has already accomplished everything we need. Right. I Pete Scazzaro said this on the podcast the other day. He's like, we are all going to die yep, someday with unfinished projects. Yeah, and we're going to have stuff that somebody else may have to pick up the pieces yep. of the project or the chore we didn't get done. Like I thought that's such a good thing. Like we can't control that. And yep. it's it's okay yep. because we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress yep. and yep. give yourself grace. Yeah. So Sabrina, what's the next question? How strict are you about what you can and can't do on Sabbath? What are the no-nos? And do you spend a lot of time in prayer on the Sabbath? Does that play a big part? So we are pretty strict with what we do and don't do, but not out of a have to. Yeah, and It's not out, out of a of, want to. Yeah, not out of like all these rules yeah. we have set. Yeah. So we know what we need for a restful, fun, and fulfilling Sabbath. Yeah. So we guard and protect it pretty vigorously. We also guard and protect the do's and don'ts. I think we both agree the best part for us about the Sabbath is the fact that we don't plan anything. Right. There is nothing on the calendar. Yes. 
Because that's my favorite part. It is. That there's no time yep. for anything. There's no activity to get to, no appointment to remember. We let the day come to us. Yeah, we don't even we don't even open the calendar yep. because there's don't, nothing on don't there. No need to. So on the Sabbath, we don't need to know what time it is. <laughs> In fact, I rarely check to see what time it is on the Sabbath. I know. I'm always like, it's four o'clock. Yep. What the world? It's awesome. It is awesome. So here are some things that we stop doing on the Sabbath. No social media. That is huge. And I think if if everybody would just start there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But we literally, we do not open social media at all for a full 24 hours. It was life-changing. Another thing we do every day of the week is we turn off. We don't have any social media mm-hmm. notifications turned on. Right. So I don't get a ding on my phone. I have to go into yep. the app. I have to open the yeah. app to see if there's a comment, a like, a DM, whatever it is. Yeah. And that has, man, it has changed the game for what we are controlled by in life. So yes. no social media for 24 hours. No news. We do not check the news. If the world's falling apart, somebody will tell us. Yeah, we're clueless. <laughs> we are clueless. If there was a tragedy on a, on a Sabbath, we wouldn't know unless somebody told us. Right. And that's great. Yes. We don't have to know all the horrible things happening all the time. Our bodies, our minds are not meant to have all the news. Oh my goodness. No. If you need to go, by the way, you can. I'll just keep talking. Okay. We don't do any email. No email on Sabbath. We don't open it. Mm -hmm. We don't, nothing. Don't email anybody. Nothing. No. Obviously we don't do our jobs. So I don't do anything for my, for the Mm -hmm. ministry. You don't do anything for uh, doTERRA, the home-based business, no work. No, and I've I've had Saturdays where yep. I have had to find people to do things to fill for you. in yep. for me because I wasn't going to participate yep. in it, but I knew my customers needed to know the information, and that was really hard for me to let go and let somebody else do my job yep. in a sense. No working out. So I will go for a walk, but I don't walk for exercise. I walk just because I love it. I walk at a very very slow pace mm-hmm. when I do when on, on Sabbath. No lists for me. Mm. Lists are a big thing for me. Type one on the Enneagram. I want to check <laughs> things off. I got things to do. I'm a very productive person. <laughs> so if I get an idea on Sabbath, I, one of the things, this is a personal conviction for me from the Lord himself. Mm-hmm. The Lord just kind of spoke to my heart. If it's, if it's a God idea, I'll remind you again later. Mm. And so I don't take time to start thinking about that idea by writing it down. I just let it go. Uh, no cleaning. So we don't do any housework, no dishes, no laundry. We get all that done beforehand. We don't do any cleaning, no buying or selling. That was a a thing for us that we wanted to do our best to not add to the accumulation of our life or sell things to make money. We'll, we'll make exceptions on occasion. Like we took Michaela, she, Michaela wanted to go out for coffee. Um, there'll be exceptions if we go out of the beach and we pay for parking or whatever, but we're, we're trying to keep people from working for us on the Sabbath yeah. by not buying or selling. Yeah. That was actually one of the Sabbath things in Isaiah mm. uh, or in Nehemiah, I think, Nehemiah and Isaiah is to stop buying and selling on the Sabbath. Mm. So it's one of the things that we do. No planning. We don't want to spend energy planning for vacations, for activities, for our life, whatever. Uh, for me, no podcasts. I do listen to worship music, but I just recently gave up all podcasts, including sermons, because just it gets my leadership brain going if I do that, yeah. and I don't want to be yeah. thinking about that. So that no leadership stuff for me, no creating, no writing, no 
that that kind of stuff. So, Sabrina, any of the, any of the stuff that on your list that you wanted to add that's different than mine? No, have, no cooking for you. Yeah, no cooking for me, and no organizing. No organizing. Because I, I I love to do that, but it's it doesn't bring me the joy like I would like. Yeah, yeah that's good. So we don't spend a lot of time with people on the Sabbath because as introverts, that's draining. Mm -hmm. So lots of solitude time. I, um, I have walked with some people on Sabbath, but depends on who it is. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We, we, we're very selective on who we spend time with on yes. the Sabbath. Yeah. We do try and limit TV, although this is probably one of the places we got to get better at. Yeah. Um, we were just talking the other day about getting, um, figuring out a way to do better at this. We like watching yes, TV. But you can end up spending your whole day. Yeah, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. yeah. But we do watch some TV on, on the Sabbath. Yeah. Sabrina, anything else? No, I think that's good. As far as prayer, I would say I'm on the Sabbath. It's more of an attitude of prayer for me than mm -hmm. in, like an intentional prayer journal type thing, which I normally do. It's less intentional prayer on the Sabbath. Um, and more just being aware of God mm -hmm. around us. You still do all of your prayer books I, and everything. I read through my prayer, like power of praying, parent, wife, all those, but I don't have specific people I pray okay. for in that day. Cause I found that that took a lot of, it takes a lot of yep, energy, energy to really have good prayer time, like for other people. Yep. And I just found that that was draining me. Yep. So I actually don't have any specific people I pray for on Friday or Saturday. Cool. Um, but that's just and my that's actually, rhythm. That's actually a, a historical Jewish thing. They, they said intercessory prayer is work yeah. because it's so draining. It is. It's I, draining to, to intercede yes. for somebody else. So we don't, please don't think the Sabbath is just filled with prayer and fasting and Bible reading. That is not the Sabbath. If that's what you want to do, fine. Yes. But that's not what we do. Um, we, I do spend, I go slower. Yes, that's the next thing I was going to yeah. say. So one of our favorite parts about the Sabbath is there's not a time that we need to be done with our right. devotions in the yes, morning. I love that. So we'll, I mean, we'll sit and soak a lot longer mm -hmm. in scripture in just thinking about God. Um, I find reading. myself, yeah, that I, that I do a lot of forgiveness on yeah. the Sabbath cause I'm, you're just, you're slowing down. Yes. So I don't have to like look at my clock and look at the calendar and be where I got to be. It's just like me and Jesus for however long I like. Yep. So I, I try and read some spiritual. If I do read outside of scripture, it's something that I want to read that's for my own personal spiritual development. Mm -hmm. I don't read leadership stuff, um, things that would get my work brain going yeah. on Sabbath. Some great advice that was given to us when we started was don't be surprised if you find yourself mm -hmm. getting more anxious or even depressed on the Sabbath. Because oftentimes our true feelings and emotions, our issues are pushed down and hidden by the hurried nature of our lives. So when we stop on the Sabbath, those things have a tendency to come up. John Mark Comer calls this the soul catching up with the body. Hmm. That when we go 100 miles an hour all week long and then stop on the Sabbath, the soul has to catch up. And when it does, sometimes those things that we have stuffed down will come to the surface. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Use that, that time to deal with it. Yeah. Dialogue with yeah. Jesus. Ask him questions. Listen. Yep. On the Sabbath, we will both try and sleep in as long as we can. Yeah. These days, it's like if I get to seven, I feel like I, I know. Seriously. Um, we'll then both spend as long as we want to with Jesus and the word in solitude and silence. I love sitting outside. 
Um, as long as the weather allows in Wyoming, it was often too cold here. It's getting too hot to do that. Um, but we'll sit outside if I can after our time with God, we'll all, I'll usually go for a walk. We I'll play worship music. Um, we, I used to listen to sermons, but I don't do that anymore. Uh, just try to be thankful for through worship of all that God's done. We'll typically eat something around lunch. Jeff, you didn't, I can't believe you didn't put this in here. What? What's your favorite thing about Sabbath morning? You drink a whole, oh, a whole pot of coffee. Yeah. Sabbath like coffee. Friday night. He's like, I can't wait for tomorrow. I, I get a, a whole pot. pot of coffee. Yep. <laughs> Sabbath is our cheat day. Yeah. So we don't do sweets on any day except Sabbath. And we usually have something special. We'll go buy something before Sabbath begins. We actually have cheesecake yeah. sitting in our fridge. Waiting that's been there already a couple of days. Cheesecake factory. <laughs> yep. Uh, we'll usually watch, uh, or sorry, I've also cut out chips from my diet recently. Oh, and so yeah. I add chips on Sabbath day. Mm -hmm. Um, again, we'll watch some TV while we eat, take a nap. I always try to take a nap on the Sabbath. I, I, I do not nap. Yeah. Jeff does, but the rest of the day, we, we literally, we let the day, whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it, not every Sabbath day looks the same. There's so much freedom and we take advantage of that freedom. Yeah. We don't have Sabbath. like when some, like I've had a couple of people ask me, what are you gonna do on your Sabbath? And like nothing, nothing. Yeah. is my answer yeah. because like we don't I, don't, anything planned. I don't have we to do never anything. Plan so I don't the Sabbath. Even ever. tomorrow, I know I'll spend time with Jesus, but besides that, I don't know what I'll feel like doing. Yep. So yep. every week is different because I'm in charge of opening yep. my gifts. And there's sometimes the night the day before we'll say, Hey, well, we should do this tomorrow. But then the next day we may not feel like it. Yeah. So we don't. And so, yes, yeah, so there's no time frame. But we, yeah, we never put a time frame on it. Yeah, which makes it so much better. Yep. So we got last two questions for the world's longest podcast. We're at an hour and 13 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay, so what was the hardest part about adjusting to Sabbath and how did you get into the routine? I guess this is a two-part. It's the last question, but it's kind of two parts. Yeah, that's good. So for me, it was the hardest part about adjusting to Sabbath was literally not doing anything mm -hmm. because I'm a doer. Mm -hmm. Like I am a doer to the core. <laughs> I'm always thinking of the next thing that needs done. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I struggle to rest, especially at home because there's always something that needs to get done. So when we first started, it was miserable for me. I could not wait for Sabbath to be over the first several weeks, right? Yes. It drove, it drove me you crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I it, was like, just sit down. You're like, I can't, I gotta be doing something. There's something always that needs to be done. And I oh. struggle with if there's something that needs to be done, I should do it as mm -hmm. part of my Enneagram number two, I'm a one. So it took me a long time to be okay with the fact that I wasn't accomplishing things, but it actually, the Sabbath has helped free me mm. from much of my performance mentality. Yeah, for yes. It's actually freed me from a lot of the ambitions in life I had. Mm. I don't have a strong ambition to write as much as I did because I was using Saturdays to write. Yeah. Because I filled up Monday through Friday with other things. And then for my books, I would use Saturday. I'm not doing that now. So I had to let some things go. Mm -hmm. And for the last two years, it's been, I have not written. I ended up writing that kid's book with Michaela, but that happened literally. It happened so quickly. It didn't take me hardly any time at all to do mm -hmm. that one. You have, you still have some ideas, have some ideas and but some it, dreams, but it, it's not like stressful yep. trying to figure out how to get it done. I'm just, if, if I can get it done in my, in my Sunday through Friday, 
I will. Mm -hmm. If not, I'm not worrying about it. It's changed some of my ambitions. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah, it is okay. So it's kind of the point for us to be okay with not doing anything. Yes. What was the hardest for you, Sabrina? The hardest for me is coming out of Sabbath. So let's talk Enneagram for a second. I'm a nine wing one and my deadly sin is a sloth. And boy, I can be a sloth for a lot of times. And so Sabbath was like, I'm like, I am made for this. I'm like dying to come out of Sabbath. And you're like, what is wrong with you? I can I'm do like, this every day. Yes, I'm still Sabbathing. Like I, so like when our Sabbath ends at six o'clock, Jeff is in the kitchen cleaning the dishes. He has started making dinner instead of breakfast. And so I am still wherever I am, I'm sitting, I can hear him in here doing all his things. And, and I actually I, enjoy cook, cooking on Sabbath. So I don't. You don't. I enjoy it. It's fun for me to do. So that's a, such a yep. blessing for me that you're cooking and cleaning. And because I'm not ready. I don't clean until Sabbath's over. But Right. But, but when it ends. When yeah. it ends, you do that. Yeah, even actually, when Sabbath ends, yep. I don't want to do that. Yep. And that it's, I, I actually, it's okay for me if, if I don't mind doing the dishes once Sabbath is over because it gives me some, I'm now I'm, I'm accomplishing something. Right. And I don't and need helps. to accomplish anything. I'm totally content. <laughs> Yes, doing you are. Nothing. Yes, you are. That, which is a problem. I have to work uh, on that. And then to answer that, so that was the hardest part. Me, it was hard to just stop. Yeah. For you, it was hard to start. Yes. After you're stopping. Yes. <laughs> and then on how do we get into the practice of it? We just did it. And that sounds... We literally like cold turkey. Yeah. Like yep. it... We you know, made the choice and we did it. We put it on the calendar. And it is a standing event on our calendar that we are Sabbathing from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Saturday. And it takes a lot for us to move our Sabbath. Like we we literally sat down, looked at the other six days. Yep. Re, re, we wrote our yep. list yep. on what needs to be done. I have a cleaning schedule that I do a little bit of something every single day so it's not overwhelming. Yep. We have figured out mowing. Like we just figured out our chores. And really by the time even Friday comes, like yeah, we man. want we want to have the kitchen cleaned and our laundry done, but it, but really it's, it's so yeah, easy. So and if we we had a, a week a couple weeks ago where we didn't yep. have the kitchen cleaned and, and we, we just it. it was fine. Yep. It just is what it is. We couldn't get to it. Two years ago, that would have bothered me. Yeah. Oh, big time. Today the kitchen is just, a big deal to you to yep, have clean. cleaned. Yeah. But now, but I've I've definitely gotten better. Oh, you have gotten way better. I think Sabbath helps that. Yeah. We're both more... More relaxed. Relaxed. We're both more flexible. Yeah. I mean, I I think if we were to ask our kids, they would even say... I would hope so. They would see a difference yeah. it's, in us. It's, and it's changed it's, a lot of that. Oh, man. It has changed everything. So we were challenged by a sermon we heard in January of 2020 that we heard on the Sabbath. We were very convicted. Convicted that we were ignoring the fourth command, but also yes. convicted that we were missing out on God's amazing gift and so we just did it. Both Sabrina and I are like all or nothing people. Yeah. <laughs> that can be a bad thing yes. when you fling yourself into something destructive, but it's great when it comes to the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. So I know not everybody's going to have that same all or nothing thing. That, for us, it was not hard to start it. It was hard adjusting to it. Yeah. But we just did it. Yep. And that would be my challenge. Set a day, mm -hmm. put it on the calendar and do it. Yep. Stop, rest, delight, worship. Remember, you are free, be flexible, mm -hmm. have fun, and seek fulfillment. Yes. 
Anything else on this longest podcast of the century? No, I think this was really good. And hopefully Hour and 20 minutes. It was very helpful for everybody and we're willing to yes we are willing to talk more about it to keep answering questions and showing you what ours looks like and it it may be a day i just like i don't really want to get dressed or bathed on sabbath i just want to stay in my jammies all day and you do mostly i do unless unless, we're leaving the house for something yeah like that's okay everybody's looks different don't stop comparing yourself to us stop comparing yourself to other people i think that's why staying off social media is huge because there's none of that comparison out there and it's oh it's so so worth it yep i agree so if you have questions let us know uh reach out hello at jeffmanis.com or find us on social media um what is mine jeff dot what is mine i didn't put in the notes jeff g manis yeah and i'm sabrina dot jeff g manis on facebook and instagram sabrina dot manis or sabrina dot acres manis on facebook can do that Follow us on social media. Uh, Subscribe, like, rate, and review the podcast. Share it with other people. It'd be awesome. And then Mm -hmm. let's end with our marriage mission. We are are united united in Christ, Christ, unstoppable with Christ, Christ, and unbreakable because of Christ. Christ. Now it's time for you to go get naked. And partay. We'll see you on the other side. You've been listening to the Naked Party Time podcast. Join us next time as we get real and raw about life, leadership, and love.